Welcome to Camel Call, I'm Evan Bundrovich. Today we learn more about Nathan Kreiser, who may go down as one of Campbell Wrestling's all-time best competitors. He earned All-America status as a senior in 2017, becoming the first All-American in Campbell Wrestling history. His career did not start in the creek, however, as he followed Coach Kerry Colat down from UNC Chapel Hill to compete in the creek. Now Kreiser serves as the assistant academic coordinator for the wrestling program, and here's more on Nathan Kreiser. I was always, I don't want to under, undersell it, but I was almost, like, I was constantly looking, like, towards college, like, the big thing. And honestly, if I was in Pennsylvania, maybe, or Ohio, the state championship might have meant a little more just because those are really tougher tournaments and those have the top guys in the nation. Like, for me, I was looking at the off-season tournaments in high school, like uh, Super 32, which is here in North Carolina and Greensboro. That's a big one. And... um summer tournaments at Fargo, North Dakota, but it was, it's pretty cool, especially after I got my fourth one, they, uh, it was, my high school did, like, something special for me, and everybody cheered and stuff, it was awesome, so that part was really fun. To be a four-time state champion, you must not have lost much in, in high school growing up. No, I think, I know I had, I had six losses all of high school, I can't remember how many wins I had, but I had one loss my freshman year two my sophomore year, and then I went undefeated my junior, and then three my senior, which uh, my senior year we went to a tournament called the Ironman in Ohio, and that was the only year we went, and that was like the toughest regular season tournament in the nation. And uh, I won my quarterfinal match, and then I did what they call the semi-slide. I lost in the semis (laughs) to the guy, to the number one seed, then I lost in the consolation semis, and then I lost for fifth and sixth. So I took like half of my career losses in one day at one tournament. Certainly for someone like you with all that success, it must have been pretty rare. Um, so then you decide to, to go wrestle in college, and, and North Carolina kind of gave you the initial opportunity early on. What, what drew you there, and, and what did you like about your experience? Well, I was getting, I was looking at North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and uh, Maryland were like my top three. And Coach Colat used to run a club in Maryland. That's where I started I was always pretty good, and then, um, like, I, I joined the travel team pretty at a young age, and then Coach Colette came to town, and he started running a club, and that's where the best the best guys in the state started going. Maryland's small enough that you can kind of get people from all over, and everybody started going to train with him. We heard about him. We went up and started training there, and that's when I really started seeing jumps in my wrestling, and he left around my seventh or eighth, no, not seventh, like sometime in high school, I can't remember exactly when, to coach at North Carolina, and I used to come down for camps, like they would always have summer camps down there, and I'd come down and get to wrestle with some college guys, and I started getting to know the guys on the team, it was just a comfortable environment for me, I knew Coach Colette, I knew he's honest, like he's straightforward, and I knew he could get me to where I wanted to be, and I knew the guys on the team, and they seemed to have the right mindset. 
and it was still a tough decision. Like, I really liked Virginia Tech and Maryland as well, but UNC just felt like the best fit for me, and I had some early success there, which was, it was fun. It was, we were all excited. My, I had a pretty good recruiting class. My roommate was like a two-time Ohio state champion, and we would come in. We were so excited. We like went into the wrestling room before practices even started, like the first week of school, and started wrestling around. Like, you're a high schooler, you're in a big college room, like you're officially on a college team, and it's exciting. Our we had our adrenaline going, and that that freshman year is really exciting. So you then followed Coach Colette down here, yeah. Campbell when he took the job as the head coach, and it's got to be a little different, obviously, going from a place like North Carolina to here to a program that was building and, and developing what were kind of your your first thoughts when you got here well it was it was kind of a risk for me to come because of that APR issue luckily I had a red shirt to burn so that that made it a little easier of a decision to come but um it was different but I liked it UNC sometimes had so much going on and and like you almost never see your friends throughout the day the classes are like my biology class had like 300 some people like they're building a new a new building for it so we were in this old like auditorium and people had to sit in the aisle like there was not enough seats and here you got the smaller classrooms you see your friends all over campus you see your teammates and stuff and I liked it I actually liked it better here it's a little different at first but UNC is like Franklin Street it's a big thing it's a big college town and I kind of like just spending time with guys just hanging out at the house doing nothing like watching tv just talking not really doing anything specific just kind of like the backyard games I'm a backyard games guy cornhole and all that stuff that that's my uh that's my cup of tea and you just didn't UNC was more like tailgate really hard for the games get all riled up about the basketball games mm-hmm. and stuff like that which was fun but I think I Campbell just fit what I liked better we see a lot of pictures on Instagram and, and Twitter and whatnot of you guys always playing sand volleyball and cornhole and, yeah. and different games like that. What's that culture like for you guys just having some fun and, and hanging out? Yeah, we actually did that at UNC. We were, there was a, my apartment complex had a beach volleyball court and a pool, and like everyone would just come and play, and I kind of brought that with me to Campbell. And it's something to, something different to do. You get out, and wrestlers always like to think they're the ultimate athlete. They think they can play any sport when – in reality, most of us are pretty horrible at everything else. But um, it's fun. We're all competitive, so sometimes it gets a little chippy out there. But everyone's fine at the end. It's just fun. We're, we like to get out and do stuff. And everyone's always everyone's always included in it. Like It's like, hey, you want to play volleyball today? Or go play disc golf or ultimate frisbee? Like whatever. Just if the weather's nice, we like to get out and do something. And it's fun, too, because there's a lot of you guys, obviously, and there's certain yeah. chances to go have some fun and in your rare downtime. But so your first year, obviously, it was a little bit of a tough year mm-hmm. just as a program, figuring things out and certain weight classes had to forfeit matches. And, right. But then you get to compete. Yeah. So you get to fully compete and you get to go at it. You had a pretty good year, yeah. your first full year. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was different um, because I, I changed weight classes as well and then wearing an orange singlet instead of the the Carolina blue, but I liked it. It was a little bit different competition, um, being in the SOCON instead of the ACC, but we still went to most of the same tournaments. Just our dual meet schedule was a little bit different, but it was good for kind of getting my momentum going. I felt good going into nationals. I had a good SOCON tournament and I felt, I felt strong at that weight, but it, 
I was a little bit undersized. Um, against most of the guys I wrestled, I was fine, but when I hit those short, stocky, like really strong guys, I couldn't move them. I couldn't, I couldn't set up my attacks, basically. Like I couldn't get underneath them, and they, I almost got muscled a little bit. I didn't get thrown around, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't get to the stuff I needed to get to, and that kind of was a little bit of a, a damper on the season. But overall, I had, uh, I had a good year. Um, the Midlands is a big college tournament and I beat the Midlands champ like a week or two after he won so that was doing it in a Campbell singlet too kind of put Campbell helped put Campbell on the map a little bit I know Kerry's the main reason for putting Campbell on the map but and I was doing well I was training well that we had a good room going and it was competitive because the starters weren't like for sure so everyone was competitive trying to get that starting spot like we were young got a lot of it's kind of toss-ups everyone was competitive and training hard to become the starter and that's what helped me excel that year and have a good year when you think back to it and it's a couple years ago now but just how the program went from where it was then to all of a sudden your your junior senior year competing for SOCON titles sending guys to nationals what was it like just talking with your different weight classes and different guys about hey like we can do this we can turn this program right back into being one of the best in the conference in, in a blink of an eye yeah, that was always kind of the plan was, like, we can come in and do this. Like, it's it's not a bad school. It's not, like, people want to come here, and we can get the right people. And, like, if, as long as we keep the right mental attitude, which we had, like, there's no reason we can't do it. And then to see it turn around that quickly, that was awesome. I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. But, like I said, people were excited, like, that Campbell was coming back and they were excited to be at a D1 school and have a chance to start, and that gave them some confidence like going forward. Even some of the guys that stayed, which wasn't a lot, like Relay, like it kind of reinvigorated Relay. He won one, one conference title. He was mm-hmm. a two-time finalist when Carey was here, and like it, it reinvigorated people, and they got excited and saw what Carey's doing. We got new mats. It's always exciting. You don't need that new stuff, but it's exciting when you get new mats. You got the we got the decals on the wall, like it made it feel cool. It made it feel more like a like a legit college program. Like you see Penn State and Iowa, they got all this oh sure really nice stuff. And then when we start getting that, and you're like, yeah, like this is this is pretty sweet. So and uh, we knew to have that and keep getting more stuff. You had to keep doing well. And that was a little incentive, but it was more people were just fired up. So you went to Madison Square Garden for the mm-hmm. Nationals that, that junior year. When you're in a big arena and in a big venue like that, yeah. is it hard to just focus on your one mat when you got your competition coming up? Um, the venues, the venues all start blending together for me. The competition floor looks the same at every venue, and for me, every year I just kind of once I got out on the floor, like everything else just kind of goes away. But the warm-up areas and stuff are different, but once that whistle blows, shake hands and whistle blows, it's like everything else. Like, I don't even hear the crowd or anything. I barely hear Coach Cola tell me what to do on so in the zone. But it's it's exciting because you can still kind of feel the energy in in the arena, and it's like it gets your adrenaline pumping, and it's exciting, and it's, I don't know. I liked, like I said, the... The arenas all felt the same, so Madison Square Garden didn't feel that different, but I actually didn't like the city as much. I'm not a big hmm. city guy. Like, getting from the arena, even though our hotel was right next to the arena, it was like, 
crowded all day. Like, I was bumping into people on the walk over and stuff, and it was just... And you want to pull Rocky Balboa, put the headphones on, and just run straight to the gym and yeah. go. <laughs> like, I'm cutting weight right now. I don't want people bumping into me. I'm in a bad mood kind of thing. I'm just... I want to be in my zone. So to jump forward a little bit to, to your final season, when yeah. you go to St. Louis, and there's a bunch of you, you've got five different guys going, and you have a coaching staff, and, and Bob Roller's there, and then you're in the blood round. You know, yeah. you're competing for an All-American status, and, and obviously you had gotten close in a couple of years, but like right. it's right in front of you now. Like You beat Freddie Rodriguez from SIU Eversville, and you get that All-American. Was there extra nervousness, or what, what were you feeling heading into that match? Um. I was actually really confident going into that one more than I was any other matches because I was wrestling good all day. Like, all weekend I felt it. I had one kind of lapse against the number one seed where I just, things weren't clicking. But all my other matches, like, felt really good and everything. I was moving well. And and also, I was coming off of wins. He had lost mm-hmm. in the quarterfinals and dropped down. And it's always harder to come back and win after a loss. And I, I had that momentum going. And... They uh, they call that the blood round, and it's like the most exciting because they got the semifinals on the center two mats, and then the four blood round matches on the outer mats. And I'm 125, so they like it's the start of a new session. So like, I was out walking on the mat before the round started, and they really they try to get the crowd pumped up. They're like got a noise meter and see how loud they can get it, and that fired me up. Like in my head, I was saying they're all cheering for me right now. Like. That's what you got to do. You kind of got to trick yourself mentally, and I believe that they all were cheering for me. And um, so I wasn't. I was still. I always get a little bit nervous for matches, but that one I was just excited. And like, it's like all these people are gonna see me do what I came here to do. And and then afterwards, it was just more relief than excitement. It was just like, finally got it done. I've been so close before, and finally got got over that hump. And the iconic shot we see is when the final whistle blows and your hands are straight up in the air and they announce your name on the speaker system. Yeah. You gave Colat one of the biggest hugs we've ever seen. Him and Scotty were right there. <laughs> but, you know, take me through a little bit some of the getting nationals early in your career and then finally feeling that, you know what, I'm an All-American. I, I get you still had different events to do later in the day. Right. But you, you get that point, like, I'm in. I'm in the top eight and, and yeah. here I am. Yeah, so... Especially my freshman year, I was really close. I won my first two matches, and I was in the quarterfinals. And once you reach the quarterfinals, you have to win more, one more match All-American. And I had the two seed, who actually went on to become the national champ. But I had him in a cradle on his back in the third period, and I was winning. And ended up losing in the last 30 seconds, and that kind of hurt. And that was in the morning on Friday. And then Friday evening, I had the, the blood round match. And I thought I was all... I had, like got it out of my mind, but I was still kind of, I think, mulling over that match a little bit, like what I did wrong, and I lost that match too, so after being so close and then not getting there, and then had some lumps my next two years, sophomore year I broke my hand a week before nationals, and that kind of got in my head, and then junior year got, Russell hit that short stocky guy, and then senior year was like, all right, this is it, but I didn't treat it like my last chance because then it makes me too nervous it makes me tighten up yeah. and so I just went out there and wrestled and it kind of took care of itself and then after that after that win that relief it uh it was exciting like I didn't it could have been the day was over and that would have been fine but I also needed to so I tried to keep myself mentally like 
elated, like I got it, but kind of keep using that energy for my next match. And then I could wrestle like free as well. Like I didn't have to worry about losing it all because then if I lose, I'm not going to be an All-American. Like I'm just wrestling to see how high I get and the matches didn't go all my way. But I was still loose. I was wrestling and it was just fun at that point. Like it was, there's no stress, just, just out there wrestling, having fun, which is what I like best. When you get to that wrestle back round and you kind of have to work your way back up, does does it feel like, you know, sometimes they do the whole double elimination. Do, do you get that feeling like, hey, here we go. We're just, it's 1v1 and we're trying to work our way back up to the yeah, top. But yeah, like if you lose first round, you got to win like five matches to All-American. Or second round, I'd win like three. Um, but you can't look at it like that. You just, you got to wrestle who's in front of you. If you try to look too big, look ahead, that's when you get in trouble. Then it seems... One, overwhelming, and then you look past the guy. At Nationals, everybody's tough. Everyone deserves to be there, so you can't overlook anybody. Even someone you beat earlier in the year, they're looking for revenge, and they're fired up, and that's when everybody comes and wrestles their best. So, and, yeah, just taking it one match at a time, like 1v1, like no one else out there, and you got the best refs typically at Nationals as well, so you're not going to see very many bad calls, and, so you just go out there and do what you train to do, like what you know how to do. What did it mean to not only have four teammates with you, but to have guys that you kind of grew up with and could go to nationals and see how the whole Campbell program could do at that level? It was awesome. Like, guys feed off each other. Like, when I got that first round win, like it fed the other guys. And so you, Coach Coyle always says, like, you take in the good energy and, like, block out the bad. It's the same with the dual meets, like... If the guy before you wins, then that gets you fired up to go out there. But if he loses, who cares? Like, don't worry about it. It's my match. Like, so we were doing the same thing at nationals, feeding off each other and in the matches, and it was exciting to see guys develop. Like Josh Heil started the year 0 and seven, and then made it to nationals. He didn't win a match out there, but he was right in the in the thick of it with. He lost by combined total of like six points, maybe. So he was in every match and. It was just cool to see how they developed and even wrestling them in the room. Like, I can't say I wrestled Jerry in the room. Like, he, <laughs> he might hurt me, not on purpose, but uh, he's just that big. And But still seeing him develop, and Josh, I could feel him develop. Like, when he first got here, he couldn't score a point on me. And then by the end of that year and last year, there was, it was, like, very closer to 50-50, which is what you want to see. Like, it, it's not that I stopped improving right he just him being in that college room helped him make jumps and he had better competition and it made me better when he started taking me down that me get me fired up and then I'd make a little jump then he'd make a jump and then we just kept building on each other I know certainly you were a man who's in shape and you came into college ready to go but when you do a, a carry colat workout and we've seen him where he'll go into the weight room and just draw stuff up on the board yeah take us through what that's like for you guys it's basically a sprint for as long as you can. And he's still, like, he still beats everybody. That's the crazy part. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, if he's, some days are technique and that's fine. But you know when he's, like, you can tell when he's in a mood and, like, you know you're going to hurt. Like, it's going to be horrible. But, you know, it's, like, making you better. Like, I kind of like those. Maybe not while I'm doing it, but afterwards because, like, I'm sore like, I mean, I'm making improvements, but, like, 
the circuit lifts and stuff or even just runs or track workouts were like my least favorite i hated those no swimming i hated swimming workouts <laughs> my body doesn't float somehow i just i gotta use half my energy to stay up but you knew you were gonna hurt like you're just you do like a 800 and then you get like a minute and a half rest then you got to do another 800 and you want to it's a sprint and right and he's all he's preaching like top eight you want to finish in the top eight and because that's all american that's so i'm trying to finish top eight every time you got some people like they're everyone else is trying to finish top eight as well so it's competitive and it it sucks but it gets you you at the end you're exhausted like and that's just how you got to take it if you try to dog it it's not going to help you're still going to be exhausted so you might as well go go at it what's that competition like not only because wrestling so much is individual but at the same time you have the group and and guys pushing you whether you're a sparring partner or just in practice but what's that competition like for you guys most wrestlers are competitive i don't know if it's because it's a i think all athletes are competitive but maybe because it's just one-on-one out there and in your head, you got to think you're the best. And everyone, like, I wanted to be the best long-distance runner. I wanted to be the best sprinter. I wanted to lift. I couldn't lift the most, but I wanted to lift the most relative to my body weight. And I got other people trying to do that. And and the way you got to look at it, like, you don't – I still wanted Josh to succeed and break his fastest mile time. But I – wanted to be I wanted to beat him because I improved more than him like not performing and that's I think a lot of guys have that mentality and that's just that's why we keep building and keep getting better because it's so competitive everyone everyone likes to win but I think a lot of people hate losing too and it gets even in stupid games like spike ball and stuff like that like people still get in arguments because they hate losing and and that's competitive competitiveness is what keeps them like on the up and up I'm not sure how much you remember this match or not but you competed in the big all-star classic the NWCA kind of early in the season Mm -hmm. but that schedule that weekend you were bouncing around between a bunch of different meets like your team had a meet you went so like remind us of of all the different things you had to do to to pull off that weekend so I got invited kind of late to the all-star classic and I was already getting my weight down, so it wasn't a big deal, but it was my first time back down at 125. I was at 133 the past two seasons. And Kerry asked me, he's like, do you want to do it? Like, it'd be awesome for the program, like, bring some attention. We've never had someone in there, and I wanted to do it too. So I was like, he's like, but you still got to wrestle at West Virginia the next day. I'm like, that's okay. My weight will already be down. Like, it shouldn't be too hard to get it back down. So I went up there. Kerry and I drove, I think, to Ohio is at Cleveland State and the other guys were going to West Virginia so we drove to Ohio and I did my did my first like workout get the car right out of me and and um no I'm it, it was Sunday because we got up there Friday night and we Carrie and I worked out Saturday morning just wrestled and then in the evening I was going to do my next like workout just kind of get my weight down and I worked out it was kind of just like get the last little bit of weight off and and I didn't get it all off I thought I did I still had like 0.2 0.4 left before weigh-ins and like 10 15 minutes before so oh, then gosh. I went to check my weight I was like oh shoot so I threw on all my sweats again just took off running until 
right at like six o'clock or seven o'clock whenever the weigh-ins were and then I went back down tried to wipe all the sweat off me and I was like right on that was a little more nerve-wracking than it needed to be but luckily I had plenty of recovery time they had some un- they called them undercard matches and so I got time to recover and I went out there and I wrestled a short stocky guy which 25 125 has a lot of those guys people that come I'm tall for that weight class I got people that like come up to my chest and it's like in practice I get to people's legs all the time on shots and then I just can't get underneath these guys because they got their stance and I just can't get to their legs because they're so short and he uh took me down I got out right away and then I got out again in the second period and third period I I rode him out the whole time got that riding time point yeah and uh that gave me the 3-2 victory and so that was exciting. It was good, and I felt good in that match too. Like I, one twenty-five is an okay weight for me, and then I had to go right back and put my sweats on because I didn't want to try to hold my weight at one twenty-five. I, because if I tried to do that, I wouldn't wrestle the way I could. So I put my sweats on. We left that. I did like kept my sweat going from the match. Worked out for like thirty, forty-five minutes, and then Carrie and I hopped in the car, went to West Virginia, checked my weight. And then we always do a pre uh, a pre weigh in like practice, and I did that, and I was like a pound over, and worked out with warmed up with Scotty, and he that way I'm doing all the reps and just kept me sweating. Normally when you do like back to back weigh in days, like at nationals, the first day is 125, second day is 126, third day is 127. But because it wasn't the same event, like everybody would have gotten plus one, if just for me, but. The All-Star Classic isn't like a college-sponsored event. It doesn't count towards your record during the regular season. So I didn't get an extra pound. I had to make 125 again. So I had to work out with Scotty, and I was like a pound over, and I had to work the whole time to get it off. But I Do you got take like little water breaks and just weigh yourself in during the workout? You're like, okay, no, I'm good, and then I just no. step off. No. Once, because then your sweat – It's the hardest part is getting your sweat going. Once your sweat's going, then you just kind of – you don't have to work as hard to keep it going. But – I'm just, I'd rather, it's way harder mentally, too, to, like, work out for 30 minutes and check and realize you're still over then have to put on all your stuff again and get going. So we just worked until basically up to weigh-in up, up weigh time, and then I, I made it. I was fine. I think I got, like, .2 under or something so I could sip. But when it's that close to weigh-in, I'm not drinking water. Sometimes I'll swish my mouth out, but not every little bit counts at that point. But... Got the weigh-in done, had to rehydrate it, and after, it's always easier to re, rehydrate and stuff and feel good after that second day, like you're already, your body was already kind of down, and then had three matches that day, and <laughs> by the last match, I think I was a little worn out after my body being down for the first time all the way down at 125 in however many years, and holding it down there for that long, I think I got a little worn out, but still, I wrestled well, and Hope the team gets some victories over. Uh, I think we beat West Virginia, you did. so yeah. that was uh, that was that was good. It was exciting. There were a couple of big victories early in the season that put you guys on the map, literally yeah. that that year, your final season. So now you you graduated, you know you start looking for jobs, and an opportunity comes up to, to stay with the program on the academic side and mm-hmm. and work with Coach Colat and the guys. Well, what was that like when he approached you about that? That was basically the best I could ask for like I they I get to stay at Campbell I get to get paid I get to 
stick with the wrestling team and academics, which I did I did pretty well academically myself and I knew like what to expect of people and then they know it also helps because they know I did it. Like I, I was successful on the mat and in the classroom. So they take me they like what I have to say seriously and that always helps. You don't I don't have to really work to earn it. They're like respect and like if I ask them to do something or tell them to do something, they do it because they know I have their best intentions. And I was there. I did it, like, last year. And I get to be here with my brother, which is awesome. Like, I didn't, I couldn't imagine going to another school and coaching against him. Like, that would just be too – I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't sit in the corner and coach <laughs> against him, but I would be rooting against the guy I'm coaching for because I want my brother to win. And my younger brother coming as well. Yeah. So it's – it was exciting because I got to stay. I already made all these bonds. I knew Coach Colette like feels like forever now, and made these bonds with the coaches, and now I get to stick around, which is it was perfect. When you see Austin competing, obviously part of it is you want him to do well, and you're rooting for him. But is it different when he comes in for his scheduling of classes for the next semester, and you have to sit him down and say, "Hey, you need to do this, this, and this," and you're trying to lay down the law, but also be his brother at the same time. Yeah, he it's a little different, but it's it still works out fine. We talk all the time and it, we're comfortable with one another and he trusts me. And he's got a better GPA than I did, so it makes that part easy and he basically knows what he's got to take. So I never really have to crack down on him, which makes it easy. At least academically, I crack down on him sometime for working out because I don't think he's doing what he should, but he makes it easy. He does the right thing, so I don't really have to worry about him, which is awesome. And now we see some of the new construction getting started on the facility, just kind of adding and upgrading to what's already been there. When you look maybe six months down the road or a year away when things will be finished up and really starting to roll, how do you think that will help or just affect what the program can do, just modernizing and updating things around the program? I think I think it will help a lot because – We'll have more mat space. We don't have to worry about guys running into each other. Like, I always worried about, like, people falling on me. Like, you kind of have the little guys down here and the big guys down here, but still getting, having somebody fall on you, you can get injured and stuff. So people won't have to worry about that. They won't have to hold back as much in the drill. We'll have all the exercise equipment and stuff. You don't have to worry about, oh, is the is the student gym open? It's raining outside. Is someone in the convo? Can I run up top? Like, we'll have the treadmills and stuff you don't have to worry about that and it's good for recruiting a nice new brand brand new facility and people like that it's exciting that it shows that Campbell values wrestling which they do and people want to see that and I think it'll help it'll get the guys fired up and they're like we got all this new stuff and it gets them excited it's like so it's no fr- longer mats and decals but you know it's the next step yeah. for them yeah it's like yeah it keeps building it's like that freshman year of college excitement i was talking about like new brand new room like excitement kind of stuff it's the same feeling almost and then it'll be we'll get back to consistent we knew this year is we knew it was coming and we still had our room but then then you're looking like oh i can't wait till we get the new locker room and stuff and right now it's kind of head over heels like we're rolling up mats, unrolling mats. We're about to get kicked out of the locker room, so then we'll have to like take our stuff back and forth every day to work out, and kind of all over the place. And then once it's done, it's kind of like, all right, I got I got my spot again. Then you get comfortable. I guess finally for you, when you reflect on these last 
three years and, and pushing forward now working here almost a four-year run at Campbell. What have you thought about maybe your experience since you did change and not only in weight class but in school and, mm-hmm. and now kind of thinking about what you were able to accomplish here in your career? I th- I'm, I'm happy with what I, I did. I wish I could do. Like I still think about like, oh, what if I won that next match? And I, There's always moments that I'll be like, dang, I wish I did this and wish I just pushed a little more. But I'm not upset with how it turned out. I mean, I got it got me the job here, my career, and and I was successful, and I still have a good relationship with everybody, and even my friends at UNC, I still got a good relationship with them, all the guys on the team, and I, I just, I got to surround myself with awesome people and and relationships that will last as far as I can tell, like forever, like, and that's what really what you want, and I keep meeting new people, Coach Mike Evans, like new guy, and formed a good relationship with him. If I wasn't still here, I wouldn't get to meet him. Bill and he's got a connection to Iowa, so now I kind of have a little connection to Iowa, and it's just awesome still building up all that, all those relationships.